TLB Talk Radio, and today is episode number 92. Wow, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, and I do enjoy doing these shows. I don't enjoy presenting the topics because never are the topics all that great to talk about, but being able to deliver a message to a an audience that comes here to get whatever information they can always makes me feel good. This is the the mission of the Liberty Beacon Project. It's to make as many people aware of what they need to be aware of as soon as we're aware of it. Okay, so TLB Talk Radio, episode number 92. The title of today's show is The Death of America. And let me stretch that out just a little bit. I'm not talking about America going into a nuclear hole or being blasted off into space or whatever. I'm talking about the death of America as we know it. And I don't think anybody doubts that. Anybody who's alive and awake today has very little doubt about that. So let's do a presentation on the death of America. But first we need to get through 
the rest of this opening. Let's wind our way through this, and then we will jump into our topic. TLB Talk Radio is sponsored by TLB Project's newest project, and that, of course, is our social media website, TLBtalk.com. Come and join us and say what needs to be said. As usual, before I get started, I would like to once again say thanks to RBN, um, to Sam, who is the producer of this show and does a heck of a job, to Annie over at Shake and Wake Radio, who replays this show every Thursday and is a huge fan of RBN, and also host um, my other live show, weekly show, with my co-host Stephen Roberts, and that's Eagles Eye Report on Wednesdays to 3 to 4 p.m. Central. These are two very significant platforms that help the Liberty Beacon Project to get their word out. But RBN has been, well, since John passed away, um, it has been a serious focus for me because I would like to do whatever I could do to help keep RBN alive for John's sake and for your sake. Because the information being delivered by many great hosts is critical. Okay? So... Let me say this again, and everybody's probably going, here it goes. But this is how you help to support them. I know, again, a lot of you probably do an occasional donation to help keep RBN's doors open. That's great. We absolutely love that. And you are appreciated. Want to take it to the next level? And I'm not even asking you to give more, although do that if you can. But you've heard me say this before. Please think about it. Figure out or average what you normally donate over the course of the year. Divide it by 12, and the next time you go in to make a donation to RBN, put that number in and click the little box that says make this a recurring donation. What you have done is given them the knowledge that every single month a certain amount is going to be in the account. And if enough of you do that, there is a solid budget there that they can use to give you that bigger, better, badder, faster Rogers always talking about. So again, if you can, make it a monthly recurring donation and help them give you better. Okay, also, this is uh, the time of the year when the second annual book drive is going on. And there is a page on um, the RBN website, Republic Broadcasting Network's website, and all of this will be in the article published at noon tomorrow. The link where you can go, where you can sign up for um, the book drive, where you can uh, see if you can win one of John's book collection. And John collected some phenomenal books. But please go into RBN. Once you see this article tomorrow, go into RBN right on the front page. That will tell you exactly where to go. And it will also tell you in the article that this show will be embedded in exactly what page to go to on RBN to sign up for the book drive. That does two things. One, that keeps John's memory alive. And two, it helps to fund RBN. And John will smile down from heaven on all of you who help. Okay, so let's move on. Um, Look, I say this every week, and again, I really feel it's that important. I always state that the message I bring to you today is not entertainment, nor is it baseless guesses or remote possibilities. Here he goes. Most of what I deliver is in your face, reality, recorded facts, or an inevitability depending on our course of action. Real quick explanation, because some of you are probably getting tired of that. But for those of you who have never heard it, it's not their course of action. It is ours. We know their course of action. I'm telling you about it today. How many good RBN hosts told you about it yesterday or the day before or the day before? How many articles did you read in the alternative media which explain to you exactly what their goals are? What we don't know, people, is what our goals are or our course of action is we can sit here forever and tell everybody the tyranny that's being committed against us but if we don't step up to do anything about it is it in actual as yeah it's, does it take any effect at all no people it doesn't so again i am going to do a show before the end of the year about our course of action And I'm hoping a lot of people will go to the article uh, that will be published, of course, the following Monday on the Liberty Vegan and put their comments down there. Because, again, it is our course of action that's going to determine our future. We already know what theirs is. There's no freaking doubt in our mind at all. 
As a matter of fact, almost down to the minute detail. So, let us go on. As usual, links to applicable references and articles will always be included in the article on Monday, published on thelibertybeacon.com. Okay, <clears throat> let's get into some talking points from Roger. And I do have an article, and it will come later on, probably in the second half hour. And that article is written by somebody who I really enjoy reading her stuff. She does really good research, and she writes very well. And this is Andrea Widberg. And the title of her article I will be presenting later on is Biden's DOJ is about to give Biden a pass for violating national security laws. No, it's not a joke. No, it's not an overstatement. No, we will go over that once we finish my opening. And again, more than likely the second half of the show. But I wanted you to have a small idea on what was coming. Because again, my title, The Death of America. And again, it's not that America's just going to die, gasp, and you'll never see it again. It's just that the America you will live in won't be the one you were taught about. Or maybe even the one you were born into. Over most of my life, <clears throat> the mere mention of America brought feelings of pride and, <coughs> excuse me, belonging to the service. When people said, hey, this is America. Yeah, I got a little chill. I got a smile on my face. Yep, we're in America. I respected this government as being the most transparent and unbiased on the planet. Of course, this is when I was younger. Let's fast forward to today. Yeah, that sure made everything I just said look extremely stupid, because anyone who isn't asleep or paid knows very well that we the people now suffer governance rife with both tyranny and treason on a level even I could not have imagined even a decade ago. A level that would have made Stalin and Mao jealous. A level that could only be active today for the scheduled or intended death of America as we know it. I'm talking about a game plan. I'm talking about their goal. I'm talking about where they're headed. Yeah. And if I get any more pushback about that one comment I do at the beginning of every show, I may just stuff this in their face over and over again. We know where they're taking us. We know what their plans are. We do. What we haven't got a clue about, people, is what are we going to do about it? And you can't do it one person at a time. There are 350 million of us. If we can't get our act together, then we will suffer what we allow. It's not a joke. And anybody who thinks I'm overstating it, take a look at what's happening to the government in this country Today, if I would have seen this 10 years ago, I would have had a heart attack. But over the last 10 years, I've become more and more steadfast to it because I have seen it increase steadily. What we the people suffer from Washington, D.C. today is a cast of bought and paid for politicians and career administrators. We call them the deep state. OK, the career administrators, the deep state who are intentionally put in place to accelerate the transformation of America to a failed state. What do I mean, failed state? Well, what I mean by failed state is one of the biggest reasons, one of the biggest ways would be for us to go into a total economic collapse whereby we have to have a total monetary reset and the dollar value goes down into the basement. And there are economists screaming at the top of their lungs that we're on the doorstep of this and that if Biden gets his way prior to him getting out of office, we will be in that position where we can no longer borrow. And America will have a total monetary reset. You want to talk about economic havoc? You ain't seen nothing yet. And. What have we seen since Joe Bob got into office? A massive increase in spending, and it's going to keep increasing because these people are telling him if he keeps doing that, he's going to push us over the edge, and America will become a failed state. 
Has that slapped him? Has it slowed him down even a tiny bit? Anybody out there who said yes, shut this show off and go away. Because you're obviously not reading, watching, or looking at anything. The amount of money and graft from that money coming out of Washington today is mind-bending. Yeah. So, again, as you all heard me say on every show I do, okay, the global elite are aware that the world's cowboys must be taken to their knees before global governance can succeed. We've already seen our military damn near defanged. We've already seen our economy slammed down through the basement. We've already seen the value of the dollar dropping like a rock because the amount of spending is out of control. And we don't even have a way anymore of paying back the debt we already owe. $34 trillion. Stop and think about this, people. When Roger says we are on the edge, it's not a joke. I don't want to do this show. I don't want to say these things. I don't want to say any of this. I really don't. How many of you out there think Roger has nightmares? I do. How many of you out there think that this stuff doesn't go through my mind even when I'm sleeping? This is all I do every day is research this. Look it up. Go a little deeper here. Who's responsible for that? Where did this guy come from? How come that lady's being blamed all day long, every day? Remember this, okay? When I get up here to say something to you, it's not because I want to. It's because it's reached a point where if you're not aware of it, you can never call yourself one of our teammates. And right about now, the most critical thing we can have going forward, I have already mentioned, teammates. The more of us, the better. The global elite and the deep state are fully aware that Joe Bob, Listen to me, that Joe Bob is by far their best chance of completing the unmitigated tyranny and treason that they have been shoving down our throats at an ever-increasing rate for the past three-plus years. Can anybody remember the first term of any president in your lifetime that was this chaotic and took America to its knees this fast? Took our military to its knees this fast? Took our economy to its knees this fast? Took our school system to its knees this fast? Took our medical system to its knees this fast? Would you like me to go on? Took the trust of Americans and our government to its knees this fast? Have you ever in three and a half years see America fall so damn hard with nobody willing to catch it? that's what I'm seeing. That's why you hear the stress in my voice. This isn't an act. You know exactly how I feel. Why? Because I'm not only going to tell you in honest words, I'm going to tell you in honest emotion. And this is exactly how I feel about you. Yeah. The global elite in the deep state are fully aware, like I said, that Joe Bob is by far their best chance of completing the unmitigated tyranny and treason that they have been shoving down our throats at an ever-increasing rate for the past three-plus years. They are fully aware of Joe Bob's transgressions and use this to control him to the max. We know that China has stuff on Joe Bob. We know that Russia has stuff on Jobob. We know the oligarchs in Ukraine have stuff on Jobob. And how many other people? If they have it, and we know they have it, then you damn right well better know that our deep state, which includes the CIA, the NIS, would you like me to go on, the FBI? This is your deep state, people. If you think they don't know it, of course they know Jobob's transgressions. They know them all. And what are they doing with them? They are using them to control Joe Bob to the point where they say jump. He doesn't say how high. He says, when can I come down, please? And that's not a joke either. That's an absolute fact. Again, they're fully aware of Joe Bob's transgressions and use them to control him to the max. Not a joke. An absolute fact. How the hell else? 
can you have somebody sitting in the White House who it is a proven fact has taken the national security and thrown it in the trash while he was a senator and two terms as a vice president? Not a joke, people. An absolute fact. Had I done what Joe Bob did with his stuff in his garage, classified stuff, I'd still be in prison. I'd still be in prison. But wait till I get to the article I pulled in for the show, because we're going to take that to the next level. Okay? (laughs) Okay. The global elite, again, are fully aware that you've got to take the the cowboys of the world to their knees before you can have global governance. We are looking at more chaos in America today than I've ever seen. So, again, the global elite and the deep state are fully aware that Joe Bob is by far their best chance of completing the unmitigated tyranny and treason they've been shoving in our face for over three years. There are, they are fully aware of Joe Bob's transgressions, and they use it to control them to the max. The one thing they can't have, the one thing they cannot have at all is a president who is not locked into following their orders to the letter, especially when you're trying to bring in global governance and you got to bring the cowboys of the world to their knees. So let me say that again. The one thing they can't have is a president who is not locked into following their orders to the letter. Why the hell else do you think they would be pushing so hard to get Joe Bob reelected? The guy is an idiot. He can't even remember the people he talked to coming onto the stage. But they will make sure, come hook or crook, that he gets reelected. Why? Because he'll rubber stamp anything they tell him to. So, again, the one thing they can't have is a president who is not locked into following their orders to the letter. Gee, as Donald Trump did, because... Hillary was supposed to win, not Trump. They screwed that up. So, again, yeah, as Donald Trump did, because the four years Trump was in office, the deep state went into overdrive. They tried to get him out by hook and crook. They tried to, I don't know, impeach him twice. They raided his home after he got out, hopefully to make sure he could never get reelected. You raid a president's home wait until we get into the reasons for that raid yes we're going to do that in this show as well and andrea brings up some points that ought to have you going yeah i thought that was the way it was okay so again the one thing they can't have is a president who is not locked into following their orders to the letter such as donald trump putting all of their plans on the back burner for four years and That also explains why he can't be allowed to get elected again. And gee, anybody who says, so what are they going to do about it? Are you blind? Are you deaf? What are they going to do about it? How about at least a hundred indictments and investigations against him and everything that he has gone to court with so far over has either been dismissed or has been kicked out? So would anybody out there tend to believe that these charges are absolute crap and the only thing they're there for is to detract him from running a re-election campaign and hoping that there's one crooked judge enough, one out of the hundred crooked judge that's enough to get him found guilty of something that will preclude him from running for president? And let me explain something to you. That's not. A far pitch. It really isn't. Look around you today and see the signs of authoritarian overtures being constantly added to bills, to laws, to restrictions that were never before even considered. But today, not only considered, these are things you live under. We are seeing government or government-sponsored, as in paid for, censorship at such a blatant level that they no longer even try to defend its encroachment on our liberties and rights. What about the Twitter files? What about the Facebook files? 
What about the J6, January 6th, videos, which are public property that were hidden from us and those that were charged and sent to prison with wrongdoing? That's illegal as hell, people. That is legal information that anybody they sent to jail could have used in their defense. And those videos have been hidden all the way up until I believe it was yesterday when the new speaker of the House said, let there be videos. So you're not only seeing censorship on social media. But you are seeing censorship of the entire country and those accused of wrongdoing by withholding the information that would either clear them or help them to make their case. You are the government. You are intentionally holding information, withholding information that J6 accusees or could have used to clear themselves. How long have they been in jail? How long, people? How long? How many of them wouldn't be in jail if those if those files, those videos had been released when they should have been, when those people were accused? How long has that been? Stop and think about this, people. When I say America is at a point right now where we are the laughing stock of the world, don't push back. Roger spent his entire adult life traveling this world and still has contacts all across the planet. And we are the laughing stock of the planet. We are the land of the home, you know, home of brave, the land of the free. We are the Constitution people. We are give me liberty or give me death. We are. And all of that is a farce today. The problem here is people in France know that better than most people in America. People over in England know that than most people in America, and I could go on and on. What is being said to you and I on a daily basis does not portray the actual position of our governance with respect to our freedoms and liberties. Not at all. Yeah. So the Twitter files, the Facebook files, the J6 videos that were hidden, this is so far beyond the constitutional powers granted to those who serve us that it is insane. But who's being held accountable? Who is in prison other than the mentioned January 6th attendees whose, I don't know, the information that may have cleared them was withheld from them by their government for how long have they been sitting in prison? And while we are discussing accountability, why don't we jump into, I don't know, a piece, as I said, written by Andrea Whitberg, and we will do this right after the break, that will point out in detail the tyrannical two-tiered system of justice that is so blatant and in our faces today that only the blind or stupid cannot see it spilling over into their lives. Spilling over? What do I mean? Who will be running for president and who will be railroaded off the presidential ticket at all costs? Can you say authoritarian governance? Can you say deep state control? Can you say the death of America? See, that's the name of this show. It doesn't mean that all the land you're standing on is going to disappear. What it means is that every precept that America was built on, everything we were taught in school, everything the world is supposed to believe about America is now a lie. We'll be back. truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs 
For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? And what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Ciroc grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funds. And we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Again, these aren't the type of shows I like to do. And just about every show I have done on RBN, and this again is episode number 92. Um, my mistake, I, I'm jumping ahead. No, it is 92. I, I don't know why I thought it was 91. But anyway, the point here is these are not shows that I enjoy doing. They aren't. But again, if somebody's not telling you this, then how do you react to something you're not aware of? And how many people around you Take the time that you do, because you're listening to this show. You obviously care about what's going on around you. All right. So can you say authoritarian government? Can you say deep state control? Can you say the death of America? 
the death of America as we know it or as we are taught it is. So <clears throat> we're going to jump into a bit of an article, and I may not go through the entire article as usual, but the, a link to that article will be in the um, article that this show is published with tomorrow. Please go and read the whole thing. Andrea does a great job of putting her thoughts down, and she's somebody who seriously thinks about what came before it and what may come after it. So let's get into a little bit of what Andrea has to say. And again, the title of Andrea's article is Biden's DOJ is about to give Biden a pass for violating national security laws. <laughs> Excuse me. I spent the first half of this show basically explaining to you a two-tiered justice system or explaining to you how what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander. Okay. I have referred to that. I have, I don't know, referred to that on so many shows. It's insane. What we do is we constantly tell you the disparity and we give you a title. In other words, this versus this or this versus this. What Andrea does is she gives us a little bit more detail around an individual or a singular issue, which allows us to understand the machinations behind it. So, again, Biden's DOJ is about to give Biden a pass for violating national security laws. Does this fit with what we just started talking or what we've been talking about for the first half of the show? Oh, yeah. Our Justice Department is irredeemably corrupt, which is why Vivek Ramaswamy's idea of firing half the employees there, along with prosecuting those who engaged in illegal acts, is a great idea. And anybody who listened to him knows that's what he said. We've seen this corruption daily on display with the DOJ's obsessive focus on destroying Donald Trump to deny Americans their right to vote for the candidate of their choice. Again, we've seen this corruption daily on display with the DOJ's obsessive focus on destroying Donald Trump to deny Americans their right to vote for the candidate of their choice. See, how many presidential candidates do you know had their homes raided? Ex-presidents? We're going to get into that a little bit deeper, too. All right, so... Now, look, news has broken out about the flip side of this. The same DOJ that I just told you, okay, is doing everything they can to prosecute Trump to deny him the right to run for president, okay? Uh, the same DOJ that's prosecuting Trump for allegedly mishandling classified documents Listen to me. Allegedly for mishandling classified documents, even though as president, it was impossible for him to have done so. We'll be giving a pass to Joe Biden, who as both vice president and senator manifestly violated national security laws over and over again. Now, you have an ex-president. And this is Roger talking, who had who, when he was president, had the absolute right and nobody could stop him to de I don't know, to, to, to basically declassify just about anything he wanted just by saying it was declassified. And anybody who doesn't believe that that is a president's right, you need to do some research. So anything that Trump took off of the White House premises when he left the White House was 100% legal, whereas anything Joe Bob took off of whatever site he took it off of where that class, those classified documents were being stored or held did not have the right, didn't have the right to declassify anything. But yet in two different locations, he had a massive amount of documents. So we're looking at one individual who had every right to do what he's doing but has a massive amount of indictments in front of him for doing it. And we're looking at someone else who had absolutely no right to do what he is doing with classified documents or was doing, who is going to be given a pass by the DOJ. 
Are you listening to what the hell I just said? Because this is reality in America. It's not even a joke. And we're going to get into that a little bit deeper. We're going to explain exactly what this is all about. Okay. In August 2022, the DOJ broke all norms by raiding the home of a former American president, claiming that he had improperly handled documents related to national security. Then, in July 2023, the same DOJ indicted the former president of the United States, listen to me, on 37 counts of mishandling documents that he ca- that came into his possession while he was still president, which means that after he left the White House and he took them with them, they were by his command declassified. And only the president has the ability to do that. But yet Joba, Joba has thousands of records, classified records in two different locations, one of them a garage, which has no security, but Trump, when he took it to Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago has government security and protection. What does Joe's garage have? Are we seeing a two-tier here, people? Are we? We've got a president who did exactly what he was allowed to, capable of, did exactly what he was supposed to do, exactly what he could do, and he has 37 counts of mishandling documents on a docket in front of him. Joe Bob, with thousands of records in several different unsecured locations, had no ability to declassify whatsoever, and they're going to give him a pass. What the hell is going on in America, people? Somebody tell me what's going on in America, because this isn't the America I was taught in school. It's not the America you were taught in school. It's not the America any of us were taught in school. If you are the president the deep state wants to stay in office, nothing will harm you. If you are an ex-president running for office, we will do everything we can to annihilate you because we need our puppet to stay where he is. Anybody with half a brain knows that if you reelect Joe, you're not reelecting Joe, you're reelecting whoever is pulling his strings. He doesn't have the brains or the reaction to be president of the United States. Not that he didn't one day, he doesn't anymore. But yet, they will do everything they can to keep him in office because he will... Again, when they tell him to jump, it's not how high, it's when can I come down, please. Andrea goes on, I cannot emphasize strongly enough how fraudulent and corrupt these charges are. They are. Unless everyone, here she goes, in the DOJ is a complete moron. Boy, that's very Roger-esque. Which is probably not true. The attorneys there know that Trump could not have violated national security laws because he was president at all relevant times. Whenever this document issue came up, he was president and had total control. He goes on to say, I spell out the argument at length in another article, and I will give you a link to that. It's worth reading. But here's the core point, she said. The president of the United States is the ultimate authority when it comes to national security classification and national national security generally. So Trump, all he had to do by taking those things out of the White House and moving them to Mar-a-Lago is say, I declassified them. And he had total 100 percent absolute authority to do it. He doesn't have to write it down. He doesn't have to fill out a form. All he has to do is declare it. And you know damn right well he's not that stupid. If he's got a bunch of classified documents in Mar-a-Lago, he declassified them. As any president, all he has to do is say, I declassified those. And that is a done deal. When Trump took possession of the documents at issue, he had plenary, that is absolute, 
power in that region. No sniveling bureaucrat could override that authority, nor did he need to follow any procedural rules. This was the big guy. What he said, indeed, what he demonstrated through his actions was a definite statement about the classified or non-classified nature of the documents. End of story. Done. Nothing more. But there's 37 indictment counts against him for handling documents he had every right to do so. Every single right. The only person in the world, listen to me, I'm going to say that again. The only person in the world at that time who could have done that, and he did. But yet, you got 37 indictments against this guy. And you know damn right well they're all going to get kicked out if some of them or most of them haven't already been. But what is it doing to Trump's ability to run for president? Let's continue with what Andrea has to say. This means that when Trump, while still president, made the decision to remove from the White House documents that some clerk had marked as classified and transfer them to Mar-a-Lago, which incidentally is under federal protection, something Roger said, that decision cannot be questioned or challenged. It can't. Most importantly, it cannot be made a basis for a criminal case arguing that he improperly possessed those same documents. This is not even, this doesn't make any sense at all. But yet it's being used to tie him up with criminal prosecutions over and over again. And how many of us are sitting here in our ignorance, not me, not you listening, but all the people around you, thinking about what an evil guy Trump was for taking classified material out of the White House when he didn't have the ability to do so, except he was the only person on the planet that did. And how many of you actually know that? Well, if you didn't then, you do now. Things are different when it comes to the documents Joe Biden. Here we go. Joe Biden carelessly stored in his garage. Right. Where his drug and prostitute addicted son, the one selling his soul to China, had easy access to them, including Joe Bob's Corvette, which sat right next to them. Biden collected those documents when he was a senator and a vice president. In other words, when he lacked the plenary power to make the national security calls, when he stowed those documents away in an unsecured area, he violated the Espionage Act of 1917, something that should see him rotting in prison for the rest of his life. But they're about to give him a pass. While they slammed 37 indictments in Trump's face, and Trump had was the only person on the planet that had the right and the power to do exactly what he did. So we've got an absolute criminal who's about to get a pass from the DOJ, and we have a president who had the absolute right to do what he did that has 37 indictments against him. Are you listening to me? This is the freaking country you live in today, people. And if this isn't pissing you off, go away. The tyranny in your face is so damn bad that if you're not saying something or doing something, then this is exactly what you want. And when your kids come to you 15 years from now and rip you a new one for what you left them, don't try to defend yourself. So let me continue with what Andrea has to say. However, in a co- excuse me, in a coincidental act that will surely surprise everyone, not it appears that Biden's DOJ has decided that Biden should not be prosecuted. Did Trump have classified documents in an unsecure area? No. Mar-a-Lago is protected by the Secret Service, so no way those documents were ever in an unsecured area. But did Biden absolutely and beyond a shadow of a doubt? Biden, I don't know, Biden is guilty of so much, and Trump is guilty of nothing. But 
There is a uh, little bit more information on exactly what is going on with Joe Bob. And this is a tweet, and it's from CNN. And I'm going to put this in here because I want you all to know this. Breaking. The special counsel investigating Biden's classified documents from his time as VP that were found in his house and office are not expected they're not expected to charge anyone. They will apparently be critical of Biden and his staff for the way they handled sensitive materials, but bring no charges. Literally, Comey with Hillary Clinton's private email server all over again. In other words, Hillary did the same thing. Hillary should be in prison. She's not. And we're seeing the exact same thing with another Democrat who literally just took national security and stuffed it up their butt. But they're not going to be charged. They'll be held critical. So special counsel Robert Hur is not expected to charge anyone in connection with the mishandling of classified documents at two locations connected to President Joe Biden. Two sources close to the investigation told CNN. Hur and his team are compiling a detailed report for their year-long probe that is expected to be critical of Biden and his staff for the way they handled sensitive materials. The report is expected to go into significant details about what the special counsel's office found in its investigation. Investigators on her team have told other Justice Department officials that they hope to have the report completed by the end of the year, but that timetable could slide. How many of you want to bet it'll slide past the next election? How many? How many think that by even saying that, I'm being ridiculous? How many? Y'all know I'm not. Y'all know this is exactly what we are facing today. If you are a conservative, they will do everything they can to hang you out to try. If you are a liberal, if you are a Democrat, they will do everything in their power to ensure that nothing touches you. Funny how these things work out. Under the Constitution, it was impossible for Trump to have violated national security laws by possessing documents he had declassified. But he is, excuse me, but he is being criminally prosecuted as we speak. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, who had no authority whatsoever to declassify any records, but nevertheless carelessly stored them in his garage, gets a pass. Aside from the revolting partnership and corruption on display here, there's something more profound and dangerous going on. A free nation cannot survive when laws are applied so unevenly with those whom the government prefers over the law and those whom it deems its enemies under the law. Indeed, once you have this situation, you are no longer, listen to me, a free country. You are simply a dictatorship wearing the tattered garments of Lady Liberty, the gal you already assaulted and left bleeding on the pavement. I'm going to read you her last two paragraphs again, because it's a synopsis of just about everything we've said on this show today. And it is critical. So please bear with me. Funny how these things work out. Under the Constitution, it was impossible for Trump to have violated national security laws by possessing documents he had declassified, but he is being criminally prosecuted anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe Biden, who had no authority whatsoever to declassify documents, but never, nevertheless carelessly stored them in unguarded or unprotected areas like his garage, gets a pass. Aside from the revolting partisanship and corruption on display here, there's something more profound and dangerous going on. A free nation cannot survive when the laws are applied so unevenly with those whom the government prefers over the law and those whom the government deems its enemies under the law. Indeed, once you have this situation, you no longer have a free country. You are simply a dictatorship wearing the tattered garments of Lady Liberty, the gal you've already assaulted and left bleeding on the pavement. Let's wrap this up. 
Okay. <clears throat> Let's synopsize this into one of Roger's little blurbs. Let's talk about America. Let's talk about when Roger used to go over to England in the 70s and the 80s. And they were jealous of me because I lived in America. Or when I would go to Italy. And they were envious of me because I lived in America. Or when I would go to Ireland. And they were envious of me because I lived in America. And if they asked me what was so great about America, usually the first thing out of my mouth was, land of the free, home of the brave. If I say that today, and I am still connected to a lot of these people, and the Liberty Beacon Project has websites across the planet. But if I say that to anybody in communication with anybody outside of the country today, Land of the free, home of the brave. If I say that, if I say liberty, if I say freedom, if I say constitutional, you know, government, if I say any of that, okay, then I'm laughed at. The ability of America to stand tall as a beacon of liberty to the world, that light is so dim, you can't even see it anymore. When most of us listening to this show or most of you listening to the show were young, that light shone brightly all across the planet. The last time I told somebody, a contributor to the Liberty Beacon Project, that America is the home of the free and the brave, he started laughing at me and hung the phone up, or excuse me, the Skype up. And I literally can't blame it. Because I look around me today and I wonder, what the hell has happened to America? With everything that is going on, with everything that's being forced into our face, with everything we must take, whether we want to or not, with all of this, let me ask you a question. Let's go back to the title of my show. What's the title? The Death of America. Can you not see exactly what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about America going away, disappearing from the map. I'm talking about the America you and I were so proud to live in when we were younger. That has been stolen from us. And what we are being forced to accept as America today is the laughingstock of the world. And for me to even say that hurts me beyond what anybody listening to this can even imagine. I have been a very proud American for almost 70 years. We'll talk about this more next week. Thank you for listening to the show. You are appreciated. some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.